0: All right, it's good to have you back. Another edition of Debt, Taxes, and Duval. I am Rick Ballew alongside Hayes Carline. Let's thank our sponsor.
1: Yeah, we appreciate the law office of Stephen Doty. Give him a call, 416 If you're having any sort of financial distress... Uh, Stephen can help you with big medical debt, credit card debt. Can also help you with family law if you've gone through a divorce. You want to get it amended? Give Stephen Doty a call. He's a huge Jaguars fan. You can reach him at four one six eighty three twenty eight. Also has a great website nine zero four bankruptcynet uh,
0: Another tough one. Uh, another tough for, one for the Jags. Uh, down before you know it, seven uh, nothing. After that, I thought the defense. Uh, for the most part, played a, a good enough football game, good enough to at least win. Uh, but again, offensively, just a terrible performance once again for this football team. I mean, how do you
1: have a game at this level where you have eight rushing yards and nine penalties? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, they do things that are, you know, like if you had Charleston Southern playing Alabama, right. stuff like that. They have, yeah. And, and that, that just shouldn't happen. When uh, when you've got professional athletes, but Rick, my fear is, and it's not even a fear. I mean, I know it's the truth. They're so dysfunctional. It's yeah. such a toxic building now. Tom Pelicero obviously, you know, wrote about it this weekend. Uh, that that is a sliver of what's going on in that building, and uh, uh, it is just. It's, it's just become, unfortunately, a, a, a terrible culture. Urban Meyer is completely outmatched. Um, I would love to see him resign because uh, I, I don't think it's fair for Urban Meyer. And I get it, I'm naive. I understand I'm naive, but I think it's unfair for Urban Meyer to expect Shad Khan to pay him his full buyout for the crime of believing in him for this job. That that's Shad Khan's great crime here is he believed Urban Meyer was up for this job and he isn't up for the job. Uh, It's clear he's not up for the job. He has done a terrible job with Trevor Lawrence uh, and uh, you know they've got four games left and maybe they'll beat Houston and the Jets and maybe I'll look like a big idiot. But right now it to me looks like a, a head coach who. Just is completely outmatched at this level. All
0: right, let's spend a moment here on Shad Khan. I, I had an opportunity to say hello to him and his son Tony uh, Sunday in Nashville. I know you had an opportunity to, to get with him uh, yesterday uh, in a better setting on his yacht. But I don't know what the contract looks like i mean what's the guaranteed money is it 20 million 30 million 40 million so so let's begin there and and that's the reason why if i had to bet right now I would bet that Urban Meyer is back for 2022 because I don't think Shad is going to let him walk away with that money. So let's begin to that, and then and then let's get into what we believe Shad's going to do here in the final month. Uh, any idea what you think the terms of this deal is?
1: Well, there's a couple things. My guess is we're looking at, let, let's say it's a five-year deal at $10 million a year. Just as a rough estimate. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, if he... Fires him after one year, then it would stand a reason that he's going to owe him forty million dollars. There's a couple of avenues that I would go down if I was Shad Khan. The first avenue is I would fire him for cause, based on the Cincinnati debacle, followed not flying back with the team, followed by the Columbus debacle where he's at the bar, and and I would I would say to Urban Meyer, I'm firing you for cause, and if you want to challenge this legally. I will battle you in the court uh-huh. for as long as you would like, but I'm not paying you forty million dollars uh, it, as a buyout. We can negotiate, and maybe he gives him fifteen million dollars to walk away. Um, but it, even if he doesn't want to go down that path, do
0: you think Shod's at that point? Do you think he feels he's not letting
1: on that he's at that point? Um, you know his his, his tenor. Uh, he was he was asked about this uh, yesterday. His tenor was very much, I want to see. I, I want to make any decision at the end. We still have four games left. I don't want to make any emotional hasty decision. So, but I will say this, and and I took a different interpretation. There was some people that were there that thought, well, he really is he's he's bringing back Urban Meyer. I will say this: there was no bold proclamation of pounding his hands on the table and saying. Urban Meyer is my coach, mm-hmm. and Urban Meyer, you know, it hasn't gone well, but I believe in Urban Meyer, and he's going to get this right. I have full confidence. There, was, there wasn't there was any of that. Yeah. So I think he's going to see what happens in these four games. But the, the other portion of this is even if Shad looks at it, his legal team looks at it and says you can't fire him for cause. If you fire him, you're going to have to pay the whole contract. All right. The value of Trevor Lawrence becoming a superstar is Far greater financially for Shad Khan than the forty million dollars to fire Urban Meyer. If Shad Khan really becomes a Peyton Manning esque figure for Jacksonville and for this franchise, he will make Shad Khan a hundred, hundreds of millions of dollars. So, and right now, the pursuit of that is in doubt. Absolutely. Coaches and players. Would you really trust? You've already flushed Trevor Lawrence's rookie season down the drain through this fiasco. Would you really sacrifice his second year under your tutelage as owner uh, under this
0: administration? You know, I mean, this is where I believe Shad Khan in the 10th year of his ownership. I don't know if he's ever done this before. I believe he needs to meet with Trevor Lawrence, James Robinson, Marvin Jones Jr., and probably seven to ten other players. I I know they all get out of here at the end of the season, and and I don't blame them. I'd head to Jamaica or the Bahamas or, or somewhere like that, too, after a very long football season. But in my opinion, he needs to sit down with leaders and ask a lot of questions, not only about... How was it this year? How was it in the locker room? But these players are so connected with other players around the league. What are they thinking of Urban Meyer right now in Detroit, in L.A., in Seattle, in Foxborough, in New Jersey? Get an idea because you already have $71 million to spend. I think you're going to create more. What if you can't get people to come here? What if you can't get the—you have money to spend— Especially on offense, it looks like they're going to probably draft the defensive player, you know, in the top three in the draft. So, what if you have the funds? But the word is, is that guys don't want to come here because they're told that playing under this administration is that bad. To me, that becomes the great thing that that Chad Khan is going to have to be able to figure out. You sit down with all these players and say, "Listen." I'm talking with a bunch of you, so whatever you tell me is. I'm not going to mention you individually when I make a decision, but all the information that I, uh, you know, are are able to get a hold of is going to affect my decision, which is coming real soon. It's a great point on the free agents,
1: and and I will say this: the only thing that Shad said that sort of leaned towards I'm not as worried about the Urban Meyer re- you know, retention consequences. As he said, in terms of free agency, in my experience, which is ample, because they've always spent in free agency because they've done such a poor job of drafting players, um, Schott has said it always comes down to the money. It always come- if, if we are offering the most money, we're going to get the player. That's just how it goes in the NFL. Yep. And, and I think he's right on that. Mm-hmm. Um. But, having said that to me it it's not so much can they attract free agents to me, it is is this the right environment for Trevor Lawrence for I mean, you fell backwards yeah, into one of the best quarterback prospects that we've seen the college game mm-hmm. produce in a long time and and Shad Khan's reputation as an owner. Is solely staked on Trevor Lawrence. Right. If they can't make it work with Trevor Lawrence, I think Shad Khan's reputation as an owner is severely damaged.
0: Yeah. You and I are looking at we're looking at the same end result. We're just kind of getting there a little bit differently. I understand where you're going. Trevor Lawrence is is by far the most important part of this. You think money will be the deciding factor? I I want to believe you there. I, I remember six seven years ago. Uh, talking with a free agent who came here and he said I said why would you, why'd you choose Jacksonville quality of life fishing golf he said no they pay me the most amount of money so I looked at him and I said so if Buffalo gave you a dollar more you would have gone to Buffalo he goes absolutely bro I'm only in this thing for a matter of years. I'm going to make as much money. I, I couldn't get that through my head. When, yeah. you get, when you make this much money, it becomes funny money right. to someone like me, and quality of life means something. So I hope you're right. I hope that if they extend an offer, linemen and wide receivers are going to want, uh, going to, want to come here because that is how Trevor Lawrence is going to be able to move ahead. He needs better personnel. He also certainly needs new coaching. And that's a totally different issue. I mean, they're averaging thirteen point eight points a game. They're not even scoring two touchdowns a game in a league that has turned into teams. I know you track it. Leagues are putting up thirty points every every single week. They're, we see it. Look at yeah. last night's game. You know, yeah. I mean, another come, came down to the last play, high scoring, um, and. Trevor Lawrence right now is is starting to regress. We're 13 games in. I'm not there. But there are others who all of a sudden are saying, hmm, is he really going to be that good of a quarterback? He's going to be that good of
1: a quarterback. He's going to be a great quarterback. But he's got to be put in an environment that isn't a complete clown show. I mean, they're so dysfunctional. To blame this on Daryl Bevel is ridiculous. You look at Daryl Bevel and what he's done as an offensive coordinator, since 2012, this is Daryl Bevel's rankings in terms of points per game. Ninth, eighth, 10th, fourth, 18th, 11th, 18th and 20th. Yeah. Now he's 31st. All right So what, what are we to believe there? That Daryl Bevel all of a sudden forgot how to coach offensive football in this league? Or is it more reasonable to think that he's working under a head coach? That is a complete fiasco!
0: <laughs> I mean, that's what Woo-hoo! we're left to believe. Yeah. is that There is it, some mystery, though. That third and eight, and I know it was an RPO to Carlos Hyde. Oh, but, it was a terrible call. But it was just, I mean, yeah. there, there's every game you're like, What are they doing right now? It's almost like they're playing for the top pick again, and it's not worth playing for the top pick. No, it'd be much more valuable for this football
1: team to win a game. Absolutely, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you know, go win some games and get feeling good. And look, maybe they will. And again, um, you know, maybe the the panic level goes down a little bit. But I don't think so. I mean, I, I think. I think that they are fundamentally broken under Urban Meyer, and I hate that. I I thought Urban Meyer was a great hire. Yeah, he fooled me. I was super excited that it was Urban Meyer. I could not have been more wrong about it. I was totally wrong about Urban Meyer. But, you know, it's and again, I'm not the one that has to pay him to go away, but it's easy to see that, what we hoped we were getting, the coach with the 85% winning percentage and the way he, it just doesn't work at this level. We had signs early on that it wasn't going to work at this level. Well, the and opener it's against Houston only gotten worse as time has gone on. And while shot isn't concerned about, you know, free agents coming, I am concerned about what kind of staff is he going to build? You know, who's going to want to come here? I mean, I can't, tell you Dan the Mullen things well it will be Dan Mullen I know I mean it, it, what does that tell you um if it, I mean if, I, I if, think it's a risk because he's never done it at this level it's before. a terrible hire yeah if, if if I was Shad Khan and and I got wind which he now should have wind that Dan Mullen mm-hmm. was Urban Meyer's answer in
0: fixing this All right I, 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 are you kidding me? No, it's got to be Joe Brady. It's it's got to be Jason Garrett. You need it's gotta NFL be North Turner, grown ups it, right yes. now. It, 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 there's no doubt. And again, that's why I, I I don't know if you are aware of any of this, but I don't know if Shad Khan is involved in end of the season meetings with players. Obviously, he is with his head coach. Two years ago, we were all under the assumption before Jim Woodcock sent out that email. Uh, that, you know, it was probably going to be the end of the road for, for Doug Marone. Then uh, Diana Rossini came out with the report and laughed about it. And Woodcock had to put out the release that they were coming back. But, uh, you know, Urban Meyer says, let's turn the page on Marvin Jones Jr. Let's turn the page on this, what I said to my assistant coaches. If I'm Shad Khan, I want to know what happened. And, you know, if he called his coaches losers, fine. That's one thing. Step up and own it. If you got into an argument with Marvin Jones Jr., the the wide receiving core has been below average this year. They've been awful. If it happened, but, but lying is scary, especially when you're running an organization. And I'm not calling Urban Meyer a liar. I mean, he doubled down on Monday. So, obviously, he feels pretty confident about what he believes in. But we haven't heard from Marvin Jones Jr. We never heard from Bernie Parmalee. And if I'm... Shad Khan, right now, I need to get answers to all of these questions. He's obviously heard Urban side because Urban said he spoke with him, but he hasn't heard from the players. He haven't he-, he hasn't heard from the others involved, and and that's why you know he's a billionaire owner. He may not want to even deal with this type of stuff, but I think this is the point in his career because this becomes the biggest decision he's ever made. Do you want to continue with this in year 2? If so, you better get to the bottom of it. If not, then you got to decide to move along without him and obviously that's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to cost a lot of money, but I think that I think it's
1: a worthy investment if it salvages Trevor Lawrence and and I think it I think it would. I just don't think you can expect Trevor Lawrence to flourish with Urban Meyer as his head coach, based on what we have seen. I I just I don't think it's reasonable. I will give them the benefit of the doubt that DJ Chark and Travis Etienne were two major components, and they Mm -hmm. touched the ball seven times this season. And I totally get that, but there is no reason that this team is averaging six points fewer a game than last year's one in (sighs) fifteen squad. Six points less. Yeah. A game. Yeah. I mean, they've yet to score twenty-four points in a game. There are fifteen teams in this league that average at least twenty-four point nine points a game. Right. So if you're an average NFL offense, you score twenty-five points a game. This team has not scored twenty-four points in a game all season. It just it it, it is to the point where Shad Khan has to view it and say as much as it pains me to fire this staff and move on and, 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 and have to spend that money, that is a worthy investment because if I bring people – if you bring Doug Peterson in here – and I'm just throwing out a name. I haven't looked at it yet. There's still a head coach here. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing hot boards. But I know that there's a Super Bowl winning coach that is... I'm not talking about won the Super Bowl in 1982. He won it, like, four years ago. Yeah, he won he, it
0: the year Miles Jack wasn't down. He beat Tom Brady, for crying out
1: loud. Yeah. He beat the New England Patriots. It, with a trick play that everybody in the league now runs.
0: Right, got Nick Foles a lot of money.
1: Right. And, uh, you know, and, and, and if it, let's just say it's Doug Peterson. Okay, he played the position in the NFL. He's been a head coach. He mentored Frank Reich, who's now doing very good things in Indianapolis. That's the kind of candidate that you need to put around Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Not a guy that is rah rah and plus two mentality. These guys, these guys have a plus two mentality. Yeah, they, they're in. They've made it to the NFL.
0: They didn't get to the NFL by coasting. Uh, it'd be very interesting. I'm with you. It has to be an offensive coach, whether it's uh, Doug Peterson and Eric Bieniemy or Byron Left, which I, I mean, I know those two don't have any experience, but they've also been around Super Bowl winning quarterbacks in Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes. I, I mean, I just look at what Sean Kahn must be going through. He watches two wide receivers run into each other Ugh. on Sunday. You have nine penalties. And nine first downs. You have three holding calls on when he signed him the highest paid left guard in the national football and, league. And he stays in the game. Mm, but James, I, I know. But, but
1: James Robinson has to sit for 20 plays. Well, how about
0: Wingard gets two personal fouls? Yeah, and, and or two 15-yard fouls? It, uh, it, it,
1: it, it makes no sense.
0: If Lovisco Chenault drops a ball that he has to catch, yes. he misses two plays. Yeah. And it's happened all year. So the, I mean, Lavisca Chenault's made a mistake in almost every game. Yeah, it, there's no consistency there. All right, well, let's wrap with this. We um we got four games remaining in the year. Okay, two at home, including this week against Houston. By the way, Houston averages thirteen point six a game. Jacksonville averages thirteen point eight. It's amazing. I'm going to begin talking with my uh, handicappers. I I saw the early line was like 39. I'm surprised it's not lower. I I, I need to find out what the lowest total was, uh, historically speaking, in the (laughs) NFL. Because I'm doing the math here. This adds up to just over 27 points scored by both teams.
1: Particularly, it'll be beautiful conditions, too. (laughs) We're not talking about the ice bowl or
0: 50-mile-an-hour winds. Do you believe in the next three and a half weeks... That something else comes out of this organization, a- another bomb. Tom Tom Pelissaro dropped the bomb last Saturday. Do you think something else like that is coming in the next three and a half weeks? There's no question. There's absolutely no question it's coming. I mean, Tom,
1: Tom love Pol- covering this team. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> f- first off, this is. Tom Pelissero works for NFL.com. Uh-huh. This is a media entity. Yeah, this, this is a- God <laughs> con finances.
0: Yeah, this isn't Jason Locke and Fora yeah, from, from, from his basement. Exactly. This is Tom Pelissaro.
1: This is somebody who isn't looking uh-huh. to burn franchises down. Right. I mean, and he joined XL Primetime right? and talked yeah. about it and said, Urban mm-hmm. Meyer can say whatever he wants. I mean, Tom Palcerro didn't get this from a single source, right? Like Urban Meyer claims. Urban Meyer's like, well, you know, if I find the leaker, he'll be unemployed. Leaker? There's like 27 people that are willing to tell anybody who will listen
0: how poisonous this is. I mean, it's it's preposterous. Oh man, it's uh, it's going to be well, anything but boring. Anything but boring. Okay, usually, I mean, you look at a two and eleven team, and you're thinking, oh, look, can me see the. Uh, can we see the finish line here? And let's just wrap it up and get ready for the off season. I'm kind of like, whoa. I mean, this is kind of interesting. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are taking vacations and stuff like that. I'm like, hell no. Yeah. I, I, I'm in the middle. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. But, uh, hey, it'll be a time that we always remember. Mm-hmm. You got to get it fixed. And um, I just wish I knew if if Shad was going to be hands-on. Because, I, I, you know, I know we talked about it last year in the pursuit of Urban Meyer. I don't know his inner circle. He's got to have one. He's been in the league for 10 years. There's got to be people, whether it's a Bill Polian or a Tony Dungy or a Jimmy John, whoever it Mm -hmm. is, there's got to be people in this league that he goes to and asks questions to. There has to be. No question. No question. And and again, I, I think what we've seen from Shad...
1: Shad doesn't like being embarrassed we saw the NFLPA release the you know scathing report a few years ago what happened yeah. a couple days later Tom Coughlin got fired oh yeah I, I think it is so uh, it, it has become so mountainous so gargantuan the reports the uh, the embarrassment level of this administration and again it all circles back to look at the field if this was flipped if the defense was allowing 38 points a game but Trevor was scoring 26 points a game and had, you know, 27 touchdowns uh-huh. and six picks. Everybody would be on Urban Meyer's side. Everybody yeah. would be like, "It's fine. Give them some time. They're 2 and 11. They'll fix the defense. You can buy defense, but at least Trevor is progressing." Right. The fact that Trevor Lawrence is so uh, abysmal right now, it, it it only leads to one conclusion. They've got to move on from Urban Meyer. All
0: right, folks, send us your comments. Blue 1010 10 xl how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, find me on Twitter, at Hayes Carline. Hayes Carline, with you each and every day, 3 to 6. I come on at 6. Uh, thanks, Stephen Doty. Yeah, appreciate the law
1: office of Stephen Doty, 416-8328. Stephen can help you out with any sort of bankruptcy, any sort of family law need, uh, anything like that. He's a great guy. Go see his website, 904bankruptcy.net. Uh, Stephen
0: Doty 416-8328 can help you out in a variety of manner. Here's the tip, folks. 14 points will win the game this Sunday here in Duval. Can the Jaguars score? 14. For Hayes Carline, I'm Rick Balou. Please respond with your questions, your opinions. This is Debt Taxes in Duval.